ain't want nothing. I just, I ain't even planning to come live today. But this landed in my spirit, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, don't skip this step. Give your health an assignment. Do not skip this step. You have to give your health an assignment. Listen, <clears throat> I got into real estate last year, and I purchased this real estate course, right? And one of the things this gentleman teaches in his real estate course is that you want to assign a bill to every building. You want to assign a bill to every building. So essentially what he's saying is every time you buy a property, have a plan for it. Like every time you buy a property, do the numbers, right? See how much income, recurring monthly income that property can generate. And then once you have that number, assign it a responsibility. Like if you have an income that's going to generate, I don't know, $1,500 a month in passive income, have a place, have a job, have an assignment for that extra $1,500 you're about to get. Whereas most of us, we're so focused on generating more income. We're so focused on generating more revenue, but we never, a lot of times we don't do that second step, which is assign that money a job. And so I want to give you the same advice real quick today about your health, the importance of giving your health an assignment. So and we learn this with, you learn this in money management too, right? So not even with just real estate, a lot of times, you know, we know that the wealthy are wealthy, not because they work, right? Like wealthy people are not paid for what they do. They're paid for what they think. They're paid for what they create, right? And so we know that the way you uh, get wealth, the way you um, develop and grow wealth is by giving your money an assignment. Everybody knows you make your money work for you. When you sleep, you want to make money in your sleep. You want your money making money. Shout out to compound interest, right? And that's the same way I want y'all to start looking at y'all health. Maybe, just maybe, I want to just put a proposal on the table, but maybe, just maybe the reason you're, you're able to lose 20, but then you gain 15 back or maybe the reason you're able to get your numbers down a little bit, but then they inch back up once you start feeling good. You're not as regimented anymore. And maybe that's because you haven't given your health an assignment. You have to give your health an assignment because if you receive it, the question is, are you prepared to keep it? And this is all about leverage. So the reason we are meant to be healthy in the first place, one, because it's our human right. Like being sick is unnatural. Being sick is normal, but it's not natural. Like people are sick all the time, every day. Our healthcare system cannot get a rest. Being sick just because it's normal doesn't mean it's natural, right? Okay. So having optimal health was, has always been our human right. It's just that the advancements of our culture and technology of, you know, mass food production has caused us to be sick on a regular basis because we're putting all this synthetic processed crap into our body, right? Okay. But once you get back to the starting line and you're at a place of optimal health, you're down to an ideal weight, you're feeling better, you have more energy, you, you know, you're, you're sleeping better, you're not you know, having digestive issues no more, the headaches are gone, you're eliminating regularly. Like once you're there, right, you have to now have an assignment for your health. Otherwise, you run a very huge risk of going back to where you started because what's the point of it all, right? And so this is how your money is too. Like we typically work so hard to get out of the red, to get, you know, to have some overflow, to still have some money left over at the end of our bills. But then with that leftover money, you might think like, okay, I'm making more than my liabilities. Why am I still broke? Because you haven't given your money an assignment. And this is the same thing you have to do with your health. You have to give your health an assignment. So for me, like, I remember I, there, there's, there have been times where um, I would go to the gym and I'm small by most standards, right? Like I'm like maybe a size six and I look lean. With, so I've had people say to me in the gym, um, you know, I've been out at a track, like at a high school track doing reps and runs and circuits. And I've heard, I've had people say to me, why are you here? <laughs> they're looking at my body and they're basically making the assumption that the work has been done. You're already at a healthy weight. Why are you working this hard? I'm working this hard, sir, because my health has an assignment. 
it, the, the, the mission is no longer to lose 10, 15, 20 pounds. I'm not trying to get my blood pressure down at this point. You know, I'm not trying to put anything in remission. You know, heart disease, diabetes is not on my radar. You know, I don't have digestive health issues. Um, mentally, like I'm clear and clean. I'm not battling depression or anxiety. Like, you know, for you know, all the health reasons that one might work out. But my health has an assignment. Like I now have a fiduciary responsibility to every single one of my students. I now have a fiduciary responsibility to every single one of my coaches in my certification. My health has an assignment. Like I'm, I've, I've made a promise to healthcare professionals that if they enroll in my certification, I will help them develop mastery around plant-based nutrition. I will help them develop integrity so that they, they themselves align with the message that they are articulating to the world. And I have made them a promise that I will in, increase their confidence in their coaching. That is our three phases in the other 23 plant-based nutrition um, coaching program, mastery, integrity, and confidence in coaching. That is my promise to my, my, my coaches inside of the other 23. In order for me to do that, in order for me to uphold my end of the deal, right, I have to be in the best shape of my life. I have to be mentally clear. Like when my students are um, hitting roadblocks in the curriculum, when my students are like hitting roadblocks in their own personal plant-based journey. And so now they're really feeling out of alignment. Like, how can I coach anybody to this? And I'm not perfect yet. Um, when my students are, you know, coming like Lisa, well, I had a doctor or another professional tell me this, and now I'm not feeling like I'm qualified to teach this material because maybe I didn't go to school for this or I don't feel like I have the authority. Like, now I have to instill confidence in them. My, I have to be at my best. So for mentally, I have to create content and frameworks that's going to help them get unstuck. But then physically, I have to be an example to how we should be living for our clients. I'm asking them to have integrity. So I have to have it, right? So my health has a damn job. <laughs> my health got a whole nine to five out here. Like I have to drink my water every day, just like I tell my students and my coaches to do. I have to do my workouts every day because I know that I perform better, right, mentally when I do all of those things. And I eat my plants every damn day when I avoid the sugar, when I avoid excess oil, when I avoid excess sodium, when I avoid food dyes, colorants, preservatives, um, when I avoid processed vegan junk food, right? I know how I show up when it's time to coach, when it's time to teach, when it's time to speak. All I sell for a living, y'all, all I sell for a living is intellectual property. This is what I sell. Like I have a recipe book that I give away for free as a digital download. I sell my intellectual property for a living. My health has an assignment. Milan said a full-time job, 100%, 100%, 100% a full-time job. And so you need to do the same thing. So a lot of times, um, the reason we backslide so much when it comes to like, um, your plant-based lifestyle or your, um, you know, or maybe just trying to stay off of sugar, whatever your mission is. I don't care what diet you want to subscribe to. The point is the, your lack of consistency. It's a lot of times because you're out of alignment in your life, right? You're not fully aligned. You're not fully on assignment. You're not fully doing what you were meant to be doing, meant to be doing. You're not fully doing what you're called to do. And because you're because you have been given an assignment, but you're being disobedient to that. And so if you're struggling to stay on task, to stay consistent with drinking your water, to stay consistent with your workouts, to stay consistent with plants every damn day, to stay consistent with staying away from the potato chips or the chocolate or the soda or the ice cream. If you're struggling with staying consistent with that, it's because your health ain't employed. You have not given your health a job. And so there's nothing at risk, right? If, if I decide to wake up tomorrow and not um, adhere to my core values, to not be as regimented tomorrow as I have been today, right? I'm basically telling, you know, my health, like, hey, we could take a day off, right? We don't, there's nobody we need to show up for today when that's not true. There's somebody you need to show up for and there's somebody or somebody's whose destiny is tied to your obedience. And because your health has no assignment, has no job, 
right? You don't, you don't, you don't see the opportunity cost. You don't see the risk of not staying on task. Remember, obedience is payment for what you're praying for. So if every time you look in the mirror, you say, Lord, if I could just get rid of the, this belly, like this last, oh my God, every time I look at it, it makes me feel a certain way. Lord, I just want to get rid of this. Lord, I just want to feel this way. If I could just wake up one day without these headaches, without this back pain. Lord, if I could just eat a meal without my stomach hurting every time. Oh my God, these chest pains. Uh, what's going on with my foot? What's this swelling my ankle? All of that. Like all of that that you're praying for, all of that that you're asking for relief from, it, it requires obedience. Obedience is payment for what you're praying for. You can't with your mouth ask for relief, but then with your actions, it don't look like what you're asking for. Your actions have to look like what you're asking for, right? And so it's just like love. You know how somebody can tell you they love you, but their actions ain't saying the same thing? Like, damn, you talk in English with your words, but you're talking Mandarin with your actions. You say you love me, but these last three things that you did don't, don't look like that, don't sound like that. Obedience is payment for what you're praying for. Your actions and your words have got to be talking the same language. So give your health an assignment. You, you, you like, it helps, Lord, send me a coach, send me the resource. Let me know, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing so I can finally get this thing right. I'm sick of suffering in my body. I'm sick of being held hostage in my mind. I'm sick of, you know, having relapses from trauma that I haven't overcome. Lord, I just want to be emotionally healthy. I want to be spiritually sound. I want to be physically on fire. I want to be in love with my body. I want to be confident. I want to show up in front of people and, you know, feel good about my body. I want to get into relationships with, you know, a man or a woman and show up confident, right? Okay, you praying for all of that. You asking for all of that. But what is the assignment when you get that, right? What's the assignment when you get that, right? Because you're, the, uh, we think that, you know, our mission of being here is to uh, pay our liabilities, pay bills, have a family, take care of the family, and maybe secure the, uh, the, secure the bag uh, for our family, for our future, for when we're gone. That is not your entire assignment, and that, that is not your entire mission. Like, we think, so many people think in this box of me, myself, and mine, right? Me, myself, and mine. Like, I just want to be sure I'm good. I want to be sure my family is good. And then, you know, leave a little something for my grandbabies. If I do super good, leave a little something for my great grandbabies, and then I'm going to check out. No, 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 no. That's not the assignment. That's, the that's your responsibility, 100%. But that's not your assignment. Your assignment on this planet is not to just take care of yourself, pay your bills, pay your taxes, stay black, and die. That is not your assignment. Like my assignment, y'all, like my mission is to extend the life expectancy of people of color on this planet. I get passionate and almost come to tears when I talk about health as it correlates to obedience. Like, that's my, like, you get me on that soapbox and I ain't coming down. Don't ask me to get up there because you ain't going to be able to take me down. Like, that's my jump. Like, am I going to take care of my offspring? Am I going to make sure my, my parents are good? Like, yeah, that's my responsibility, but that's not my assignment. And so because your health has no assignment, you are not being obedient to what you're being called to do. So because your health has no assignment, you keep yo-yoing, right? You keep getting off the sugar train and get back on it. You keep getting off the dairy train and get back on it. You keep getting going hard in your workouts for, for four weeks and then getting back off it. You can't wait to do the Daniel fast every year so at least you can be clean for 40 days. You can't wait to do a detox just so you can retox. There's literally... No consistency because your health has no assignment. And so what happens when your health has an assignment is that you know the risk. You're very clear. Like, at least how do I know if my health has an assignment? Because I feel like I am serving. I am doing more than just try, trying to take care of me, myself, and mine. Right? Okay. This is how you know. Because if, if at any point your health falls off, like your physical, your mental, your emotional, whatever, you are very clear, like crystal, you are very clear on the risk. Like for me, I know if I eat sugar, it's going to cause memory loss. 
And I know that when I teach, when I speak, when I create content, like you guys should see me when I sit down and write something or if I'm sitting down to do some curriculum for my students or whatever it is. Like, you know, when you're in flow, I'm like, oh, snap. Like I be having to stop with a pencil or paper or my cell phone and put a whole nother note, like write notes real quick so I can't, so I can't, so I can remember all the ideas and everything else. I'm like, oh, if I tell them like this, and then if I illustrate it when I'm writing it like this, and then if I use this example, this is how they're going to get, it flows to me so beautifully when my mind is clear, when my body is hydrated, when my body is well rested. And I can tell the exact opposite when I have to do something and I don't have that flow. Like I can tell when my creativity is stifled. I can tell when I got a speaking engagement and I'm not on nine. Like I've been exhausted at speaking engagements before. Not because I did anything wrong. I've just been overbooked that week. Like I've had weeks where I've had like six or seven gigs in one week. Right. And I'm just like spent and I'm showing up and I, and you know, I don't think the recipients know, but I can feel it. So I know in this moment, because I'm exhausted, maybe because I, I said yes too many times for this short time period, I'm now not showing up as my best. I've done that before. Like I, so when my health is compromised, I watch the job assignment get compromised. I watch the project get, get compromised, right? And so when your health has an assignment, you, you know, you're very clear on that because you know what happens when you're not optimal, when you're not physically optimal, you watch the assignment not be executed in the best way in which it could have been. And so I have a fiduciary responsibility. If you're a health coach, um, if you're a healthcare provider, if you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're a mental health therapist specialist, if you're, you know, a yogi, if you work in the spiritual space, you know, if you're whatever it is, if you're in the helping field where you have made it, you know, your job to help somebody overcome some type of physical, mental, or emotional ailment, and you are not showing up as the best version of yourself, you are not operating out of integrity, period. You're not operating out of integrity. You haven't given your health the same assignment, and therefore, you are misaligned. Like, if you are a healthcare provider, I'm going to say this about healthcare providers so I hop off because I ain't even mean to hop on. So I'm just all over the place. Okay. But let me say this. Healthcare providers who don't take care of themselves. Right. Like, so as a healthcare provider, like if you're a doctor, like if you're in a system that has been created years ago where you got to take what, like the Hippocratic Oath or something like that. Right. Like you are bound like to, to do everything in your power to help your patients, help your clients get healthy and whole, okay? Now, as a health coach, I'm in an industry that doesn't have as much structure, okay? So I don't work in a typical Western medicine facility or structure, okay? I didn't take a Hippocratic oath. I didn't graduate from somebody's medical school. I dropped out, matter of fact. Um, you know, I did not... I, did, I didn't sign on a dotted line that I would do this. Like, I don't have male practice insurance. Like, nobody can sue me if I did Like, I'm not in the same structure. However, I uphold the values of my work as if I did. And what I mean by that is I have a responsibility to everyone under my tutelage to offer to them every solution and opportunity to get as healthy as possible. But what happens when I don't practice that myself, when you have a healthcare provider who is not optimally healthy, they do not just by default uphold, right? What they has what they said they would, like there's a there's a lack of integrity in the way in which they are treating their patients because they are not optimal. Let me this is how I know this. I have a coach in my um in my certification. She is a mental health specialist, fire, wonderful, wonderful woman. She um, does therapy and she treats people with mood disorders. And she went plant-based about four years ago. And now she's like, I cannot, and I cannot in good faith continue to treat people in the mental health space without telling them 
about a plant-based diet because it made such an impact on my own mental health. Do you get what I'm saying? So she did everything she could in her power to get herself to a place of optimal health. And now naturally that is trickling down to her clients and her practice and her mental health practice. And I was having a conversation with her yesterday and I'm like, you need to make a decision. Like, it sounds like you are, you know, saying I do plant-based nutrition coaching, like, and it's separate from your mental health. I'm like, I mean, but, but you have to incorporate the two together. Like you, you have to go public with the fact that one of, if you want to work with me and my mental health practice, I'm going to address your nutrition and I am going to make plant-based recommendations to help you overcome your depression, anxiety, whatever it is. Like, because now, like you are not necessarily um, held as accountable for what you didn't know when you didn't know it. But now that you live the lifestyle for yourself, now that you are your own testimony, now that you've taken animal products out of your diet and you see the power that it's had on your mental health, and you work in a space where you treat people with mental health challenges, you have a fiduciary responsibility to offer to them. Nobody is talking about their compliance, but you have a fiduciary responsibility to offer and present to them all of their options for overcome their, overcoming their depression and anxiety. Medication is no longer the only alternative. Now it's changing your diet, food for a better mood, right? And that is what's wrong with a lot of you, a lot of you guys who are healthcare providers, health coaches, or working somehow in the helping space. If you haven't done everything that you can in your power to be the most optimal version of yourself, it's almost nearly impossible to present to your clients or your patients all of the options for them because you have you've been disobedient. And so that disobedience is going to trickle down to your career and trickle down to your patients and your clients. However, if, if you have done everything in your power to be the best version of yourself and you are not offering to your patients or presenting to them all of their options because you believe they're going to be non-compliant, you are also misaligned and out of integrity. But you, by, you, what makes you a great health coach, what makes you a great provider is being, start mastery of self, like mastery of self. Like don't nobody, I remember my, um, a friend of mine was in therapy <laughs> and once I heard her therapist, they was working together for quite some time. And one of their sessions, her therapist got a little too comfortable and started sharing like what was going on in her personal life. And it wasn't all like good. It wasn't all like rainbows. <laughs> And my friend called me afterwards like, I don't even know if I want to stay with her. I'm like, why? She's like, because she started telling me about her problems. And I just wanted to keep this image in my head that she had it all together. <laughs> right? She was like, what the hell? Like, I'm like, bro, she's human. You got to know everything is not perfect in your head. She's like, I know, but it was like, who was treating who? Right? Like, we want... There's always room to be human and we're not going to be unrealistic, but people want to be coached and led by people who will, who are at least drinking their own medicine, <laughs> right? Like you got to be at least drinking your own sugar-free Kool-Aid out here. Like y'all know, like if I'm your coach and you're listening to this, you know, there's no way I can be perfect, right? There's no way my life is perfect and without challenges, but you at least want to believe that at minimum, I'm doing what I'm telling you to do, right? You want to at least believe Lisa getting that water in, Lisa getting that movement in, Lisa eating them plants. She getting her 30 grams of fiber in every day. She eating them antioxidants. Yeah, she, she's reading labels, right? She's like demanding inclusion wherever she go. Like, y'all, she got non-negotiables and she adhere to them. Like, you want to at least believe, like, my coach gives me something to aspire to. And that's what we want from our healthcare providers, that's what we want from our health coaches. That's what we want from our therapists, okay? Like after this year, this is going to be the last year that I'm teaching Farm to Table, my signature plant-based coaching program. After 2022, starting actually October this year, because after the semester starts, I'm not enrolling anybody else in Farm to Table, obviously. So not even after this year. After October of this year, I'm going to only work exclusively with healthcare providers and health coaches. 
right? I will no longer work with the general public. I'm going to work with the people who serve the general public, right? So right now in Farm to Table, I work with just the everyday person who wants to adopt a plant-based diet to overcome a chronic health challenge. I am retiring that I'm decommissioning that program, you know, and after this fall semester, and I'm only going to work exclusively with certifying other health coaches, doctors, nurses, therapists to help them integrate plant-based nutrition into their practice and into their business. Right. And let me tell you, it is so important when you become a coach or when you have some type of authority in the people's lives that you serve, like as a coach, you know, um, as a, as their doctor, as their nurse, as their therapist, your, even though you might not have asked for this, I hate when celebrities like, I didn't ask to be a role model. Nick, we know. So what? There's a whole bunch of stuff that comes with jobs and roles that you didn't ask for. So even though you didn't ask for this as a healthcare provider, as a therapist, or as a coach, you are what your clients aspire to be. You are what your patients aspire to. Right. It's like going to the doctor's office. You a little early. You see your doctor out back smoking a cigarette and eating a donut. Right. They blow it out, step on it, come in and take your blood pressure. If you don't get your tail out of here, you don't lost. All. I don't believe nothing you say. You have no credibility with me. Right. Like give me something to aspire to. <laughs> you feel me? Like my coach gives me something to aspire to. Right. We, you are a role model. And so it is your responsibility to be the best version of yourself for the people that you serve. And that starts with giving your health an assignment. If you are going, if you've decided to be the leader, if you've decided, you know, to be the authority in this space or on this particular topic, at least be the authority in that in your life as well. Because when you give your health an assignment, right? It makes it that much harder to fall off. It makes it that much harder, you know, to pick up the, that bag of chips, those cookies late night with your favorite show, because you know, the consequences of your disobedience, giving your health of giving your health an assignment helps you articulate and clearly understand the consequences of disobedience. Some of us are just trying to lose weight or just trying to get healthy for the sake of being healthy. Yeah, that. That's true, but that loses its that loses that's that that loses its attractiveness very, very quickly, right? Like as a coach or a healthcare provider, you have to know that people are not motivated by pain. People are motivated by pleasure. Right? So we try and scare people into getting healthy. Um, or you do it yourself. Like I'm working out for the fear of being fat for the rest of my life. That was me. I used to be fat. Like I, I'm working out for the fear of being fat. Like that fizzles out so quickly. I'm working out for the fear of dying of diabetes like my grandma did. Like pain only motivates you for maybe three to <laughs> three to four weeks. <laughs> then you looking at that treadmill, looking at that gym like, well, it's, it's raining outside. Right. So you must be motivated by pleasure. Pleasure will always be a bigger motivator than pain. And so by giving your health an assignment, that is the pleasure that you are assigning right to your endurance. Because when I know like, oh, I got a speaking engagement at the end of next month, I'm going to get on stage and kill them. Like I'm refraining from alcohol. I'm refraining from fast food. I'm refraining from vegan junk food. You know, I'm meditating consistently. I'm working out. I'm like, oh, when I step on that stage, I already know what I'm wearing. I already know what I'm saying. I already know what type of energy I'm bringing. Like my health has an assignment. Like me refraining from alcohol, me refraining from junk food, me is like it's putting my health on assignments. It's not just so that I can be a baddie on the next vacation. No, we got a bigger mission out here. So once you're clear on the mission, once you're clear on the consequences of disobedience, it becomes that much more easier to stay on task. It becomes that much more easier to get into a program and surrender to the process. Once your health has an assignment, just like your money, it's much easier to become wealthy once you assign, you know, a job to your money or like the example that I used earlier in real estate about the gentleman who teaches real estate, you sign a bill to every property, right? So once you do that, then you are very clear on what happens if you don't. So it's not enough to just be lean. It's not enough just to be medication free. 
I've, I've checked all those boxes. I've been plant-based vegan for years. I lost over 65 pounds years ago. I'm over that. Like, I'm off that. <laughs> they say I'm off that. I'm not on that no more, right? But what makes me keep showing, like, the workout I did in the gym this morning, y'all, I'm like, who the hell? I'm like, I could just quit right now. <laughs> it, it took me four, four, 54 minutes to finish this leg day, okay? The workout that I did in the assignment in the gym this morning was definitely worth quitting. It definitely was. I had to do single leg squats. <laughs> I had to do squat and holds. I had to do uh I had I had to do uh lateral lunges. Okay. I had to do kickstand deadlifts. Like the leg day I had in the gym this morning was worth quitting after about 30 minutes. It was. It was. But you know why I didn't? You know why I didn't? Not because I'm afraid of waking up fat. Not because I'm afraid the scale is going to move two pounds next week. Not because, you know, I'm like, oh, my blood pressure going to be high if I don't get it in. I'm like, I'm off that. But the reason I finished my workout this morning and finished it like with energy, not like half-assed it. Like I did them last sets like, like 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 they was my first sets. Like I put my mind to it. But the reason I did it, right, is because I know legs, like the strength of your legs, has a direct correlation to your neurological functioning. Did y'all know that? Like one, one of the things they tell people um, who are showing signs of Alzheimer's um, or some other form of dementia, Alzheimer's is the most popular form of dementia, but one of the recommendations for individuals who are starting to have memory loss is to work on your leg strength. Did you know your leg strength has a direct impact on your how your brain works, right? T said, I didn't know that. There you go, T. Take that one with you, okay? So your leg strength has a direct correlation with how your brain works. What did I tell y'all earlier? I sell my intellectual property for a living. Do, do, do you see where I'm, like, I'm, I know I'm probably driving this point into the ground, but I don't sell T-shirts. I mean, I got hoodie. I don't even promote them. Like, we have a merch store at the Black Health Academy, and I literally <laughs> don't even tell nobody. That's how much I'm like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, you can buy this hoodie I got on. Oh, yeah. I sell my brain for a living, yo. I sell my brain for a living. So my brain has an assignment. So my leg day in the gym this morning had nothing to do with weight, it had nothing to do with um, life expectancy. It had nothing to do with heart disease or whatever. My leg day, my hard-ass leg day in the gym this morning had everything to do with my assignment. That's it. My health has an assignment. So it's super important. Once, once I master the science, I understand health on that level, like what, how eating this is going to disrupt the assignment, how skipping leg day is going to disrupt the assignment, right? How giving in to the alcohol is going to disrupt the assignment. Like your health has to have an assignment because body goals or even like longevity goals is not hitting for a lot of y'all. But what happens like give it an everyday goal? Like, I don't know if y'all saw my last live where I said the point of working out and being plant-based is not to avoid chronic disease. The point of working out and being plant-based is not to get better at working out or being plant-based. It's to get better at life. But even more specifically, is to kill, to murder your assignment. Listen, I'm telling y'all right now, I got a mission. Lisa A. Smith and the Black Health Academy will be known for extending the life expectancy of Black people on this planet if I got anything to do with it. So that's the assignment. So every plant I eat, every ounce of water I drink, right? Every time I say no to something that I want to say yes to, every time I say yes to something I want to say no to, it's all, it's all because I have tunnel vision on the assignment. And so whatever your assignment is, whatever divine download that God put into you, understand optimal health is a vehicle to you execute on that assignment. Obedience is payment for what you're praying for. Every single outcome that you're seeking is tied to your obedience. Do what you're supposed to do in the dark and you'll get everything you want in the light, right? And that's how we move the needle, y'all. That's how we do this thing. Listen, I didn't even mean to come on today. Um, y'all got any questions? <laughs> I don't see anything. I'm about to hop off, but I'm happy to answer a few questions if y'all got some about plant-based nutrition, about obedience, about this assignment. 
Um, the insurance mentor said, I did not know that. Yes, legs are huge for mental clarity and mental health. So um, thank you, Leah. Hey, Leah. <laughs> My new friend, Leah, y'all. I just met a couple weeks ago. Hey, Leah, thank you for watching. Um, so um, I hope that was helpful, guys. I really appreciate share this with somebody or at least let me know like what are you gonna like how, does your health have an assignment or have you ever looked at it that way like have you ever like really thought about you what you were compromising every time you were disobedient okay T says when is the last farm to table okay and then Leah says can you share some of your leg workouts yeah sure can so the last farm to table that I'm teaching T is this fall so the fall 2022 semester is going to be the last um semester it's going to be october 1st to december 3rd um the last semester is going to be on saturday mornings from 8 30 to 10 30 a.m est so farm the table is 10 weeks guys um and it's my signature plant-based coaching program for individuals who have chronic health challenges so um like weight hypertension high cholesterol heart disease kidney failure fatty liver disease um, you have to, you, so you, you get, you have to have a, a, an impending health challenge unless you're an alumni. T is an alumni. So T, if you want to retake farm the table, you totally can. You have special pricing as an alumni. Um, but for new people, you have to apply and do a suitability interview. So that's going to be at lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply. lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply. Um, that answer your question, T, just you want to know like the dates in the day. Let me know. Um, Angela said, this was very helpful. Thank you, Angela. Leah, can you share some of your leg workouts? Yeah. So I actually have an app that I use called the Reset app. And um, I buy programs in the Reset app to give me different um, workouts so that I don't get complacent and do the same things over and over again. And so I use that app. Um, it's, it's like a nominal amount every year that I pay, or you could just pay for an individual program. I think you could pay 40 bucks for a program in there, but I really love her as a black woman who has her own workout app. Um, and so it's called the reset app. And so that's what I use to, to get workouts in there. Now I do, I used to be a personal trainer. So I do have, um, days where I'm just like in, not in the mood to follow a workout. And I like to freestyle cause there's certain leg, uh, exercises that I'm just in love with. And so I love, love, love the leg press machine. Love it. The one like you sit on the ground. Like, and I, so I love the leg press machine. Love leg extensions. Like quads are my favorite. Every time I go to a masseuse and get a massage, um, my masseuse that I go to at home, she's always like, like, can you please start working your hamstrings too? Your quads are so tight. I'm just, I just love quads. But also the laying uh, hamstring machine, super, I love that too. And then my favorite um, cardiovascular exercise for legs is going to be the Stairmaster. Like I love doing sprints on the Stairmaster. It'll really take you out the game if you ain't careful. <laughs> like sprint on the Stairmaster at like a 10 or a 12 or a 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, your life flash a little bit, but them legs be, them legs be killing. Um, okay, you're welcome, Leah. Um, okay, and... I don't see any other questions on Facebook. I don't see anything on IG. Um, so, okay, I'm gonna get out of here, y'all. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I know laying hamstring is, uh, is disrespectful. Um, yeah, T, registration is open now for Farm to Table. Uh, do you still have access to your alumni portal? Because you guys, uh, alumni can register for Farm to Table right inside of the portal. If you're locked out, uh, just send me a DM and I'll resend your password to you. Um, but yes, because your special pricing is only inside of the portal, of course, that's not public. So um, yes, send me a DM if you need any type of access, and I'll make sure you get that link. Okay. All right, all right, all right. That's it, y'all. So listen, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply for farm to table, or lisaangelsmith.com forward slash um, the other 23 if you're a health coach or a health professional and you want to work with me on how learning how to integrate plant-based nutrition into your current practice and your business. I promise you we have so much fun um, inside of the other 23 just to give you guys an idea of some health professionals that are doing this because it's not just people who are like, I have health coaches who are working in obesity, diabetes, heart disease, but then I also have mental health professionals, have, have a podiatrist, have a family medicine practitioner that just joined, nurse practitioner. Um, I have a woman who's working in childhood development. I have a woman who is working um, with um, women with um, in menopause and perimenopause. 
Um, so like we have a wide range of um, niches inside of the other 23. So I'm telling you, the takeaway there is that if you're working in any type of helping field where you're trying to help somebody um, grow mentally, physically, or emotionally, and you're not addressing what they're eating, you're doing them a disservice. And I, like, I'm going to publicly state that. Like, if you're working with somebody to getting their chakras right, their energy aligned, if you're working with them in mental health, if you're working, if you're a physical trainer, if you're a personal trainer, um, if you're working, you know, with someone, you know, just how to overcome some type of chronic disease. Like I have a, a coach who's, who works with people with SIBO, right? Um, you know, bacteria overgrowth. So like it's, you have to, when you are working with somebody's physical body, their emotional being or their mental mind, you have to address what they're putting in their, in their body. Like it's no way to get around it. Like if you're a doctor or a nurse and I don't care what your specialty is, if you're not addressing food with your patients, baby, what is you doing? Right? Like you are leave, you are doing a disservice and dishonoring the craft. If you are not addressing every aspect that impacts, right? The human being and that, and what we eat, like what we do, and those other 23 hours of the day, like, that is major. You're, like, if you're not addressing food, be, and, and, and especially if you're not addressing food because you either, one, haven't taken the time to master it, or two, you're not eating right yourself so you feel like a, a fraud, get up, get up, quit. Just quit. Like, turn in your letter, like, send your patients... <laughs> a text and let them know you quit because you're doing everybody a disservice if you're not addressing their nutrition okay i ain't trying to guilt nobody into nothing i'm just trying to guilt y'all into something okay like how are you gonna be a healthcare provider a health coach a personal trainer like i don't have people come to me like my personal trainer won't tell me what to eat why your personal trainer ain't doing continuing education how you gonna help somebody lose weight gain weight gain muscle get ready for the stage whatever it is and you ain't dressing nutrition or you ain't outsourced the nutrition like my good friend coach kiwi i'm the nutritionist in her you know in her women who lift program like she knows the importance of the nutrition there's no way i can teach women how to lift without not addressing what they're putting in their body like she will not do her her clients a disservice and so the same thing goes for you like if you if you're a therapist and you're not talking to their your clients about being hydrated about um like excitotoxins like food dyes colorants msg things that cause hyperactivity in the brain but they're but you diagnose with them that with add or adhd or diagnose their kids but you ain't talking about their food oh just make it make sense jesus just can we just be better professionals can we can we just do the continuing education and stop playing around like if you thought your school or your certification taught you everything you needed to know, you was just failing everybody, okay? So, like, like get it, get, get it together. Like, address these people, fool. Like, the baby ain't paying attention in class because the baby had a juice box and fruit snacks for breakfast. Like, don't, like, please, please. Matter of fact, I'm going I'm to reach out to the education industry, too. Y'all watch out for me. Y'all check on me because I'm about to start coming for every industry that is responsible for somebody's health that's responsible for somebody's education like because if you're not addressing what these kids is eating in school how in the devil do you expect them to sit down be still and remember you asking you asking you asking for too much like it be killing me like how y'all feeding the baby cookies oreos like processed pizza, chicken nuggets, and you mad that they can't read. Baby, they brain ain't wired. You are literally feeding them poison and excitotoxins. So if you're in the education system, you need to be in my plant-based certification. If you are in the mental health space, you need to be in my plant-based certification. If you are in the in medicine, you need to be in my plant-based certification. They didn't teach you that in medical school. So guess what I did? I'm closing the gap. I'm closing the gap. I'm not anti-doctors. I'm, I'm, I'm complimentary. I'm trying to com close the gap for them. They know about the medications. They know about the anatomy. They know about the physiology. They know about the etymology. Now I'm going to help them with the nutrition. Like, they, we all know. I, doctors tell me all the time, like, we did not learn this in medical school. 
we were not required to take so many credit hours and understanding, you know, how food impacts the body. I, I am not going to bash you for enrolling in a system that you had no control over creating. But I am, you know, going to tell you that now that you've taken the oath to help heal people in the best way that you know how, it is your responsibility to learn everything that you need to know in order to execute on your job and on that oath. And if they didn't teach you that in those 10 years of medical school and residency, then you need to go outside of yourself, move your ego aside and learn what, because if you're getting sick of assigning medications to people over and over again, or as a fitness trainer, if you sick and tired of your clients losing the same five pounds and gaining back seven, baby, it's what they eating. So you, at, at some point as a coach, as a healthcare provider, you got to look at the man in the mirror and say, and say, what do I not know? that I need to attach myself to, to help me serve the people better. Or just go be a barista. One, either get, if you're going to be in the industry, be in the industry. Like do your work. Like sometimes you just got to go in a lab and get to work. But if, if not, stop doing these people a disservice. Just be a volunteer. Just travel around and do small lectures for 30 minutes. But don't take people money and have them committing to working for you to 8 to 12 months and you not telling them everything they need to know about healing themselves, about getting healthy. And that has everything to do with what they put in their body. And let me tell you something. If you're an educator, okay, and you in these classrooms and you watching them, or, or if you're a parent and you letting them feed your baby chicken nuggets and french fries and processed hamburgers and hot dogs and fruit snacks and Capri Suns and juice boxes and cereal, and at the same time you want to get mad at the teacher for why your baby can't keep up, baby... It's starting with their brain. It's what they're eating. Your baby don't necessarily need a medication. I ain't saying all diagnoses are wrong. I'm just saying it starts with the food. So either you need to develop mastery around it or you need to uphold and make sure the people who are in charge of your children are developing mastery and understanding. Like they're overstimulated. They're overstimulated. And you are too. Maybe you got ADD and ADHD. It's because you have so many excitotoxins in your diet. How did I go on for another 10, 15 minutes? This is why I can't come on unplanned, y'all. I'm about to get out of here. I ain't got nothing to do but teach tonight. But I'm just saying. Okay? So <laughs> thank y'all for sticking on as I went off on a tangent and got upset. All right? <laughs> I just, I wish more disciplines would understand the power of nutrition. Right. I wish the education system would get that. I wish um, the medical industry would get that. And, you know, what's so crazy is that the justice system already got that. Like um, they did an experiment in a prison system where they um, st stopped feeding the prisoners animal products for um, I can't remember the length of time. I can't remember all the details of the study. I just remember being blown away when I read it. And so they did an experiment where like they were like, let's see if we take animal products out of the prisoner's diet, if the levels of aggression and aggressive incidents will go down, like all of the fighting and stuff that happens in the prison. And it did. And because the, the study was trying to prove that what you eat has a direct correlation to aggression and to anger. And like the justice system has even been experimenting with this. Right. And in the state of New York, they just, um, the government funded um, schools, like, uh, like so not private schools and stuff like that, obviously, but like publicly funded um, schools and stuff, they have declared um, to do um, a, a meatless menu, I think one day a week. So they're moving in that direction. So I think they're, um, I think it's on Fridays, I think. Um, I read it in Veg News um, but like the state of New York a couple of months ago even passed this. Like if 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 a government entity, if a of the if an entity is funded with government money, so it could be a jail, it could be a school, um, they're they're starting to remove some animal products out of the food that they serve. If it's a publicly funded, right? Because of all the data that shows the difference. And the, um, the difference in the aggression, the difference in the disposition of the students, of the prisoners, of like, so if you're working in these disciplines, like stop thinking like this plant-based diet stuff is just for people who are 
trying to lose weight or trying to overcome diabetes. Like when I'm telling you, your your mind, it changes the game. Your intelligence, okay, your compassion, your disposition, your moods, your um, emotional intelligence, it all changes with what you eat. So if you are a professional who works with people on those things, you have to understand how nutrition impacts those things. And it's your, your responsibility to master it. So even though you might not be identified as vegan, even though you might not be out here trying to convert anybody to vegan, don't let the social construct of radical vegans and all of this make you abandon your responsibility to your patients and your clients. No, I don't want to be that. I'm not going to do that. No, the point is data has shown like when you take dairy out of the diet, it's going to impact a woman's, a female's reproductive system. Like she's not going to have as painful periods or it's going to impact this. So if you, if you work with women with reproductive health, even though you might not identify as vegan, it's your responsibility to know this. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, don't, don't, because you, just because you don't want to be associated with some like radical subset of our culture doesn't mean you don't have a, a fiduciary responsibility to understand every aspect that impacts the problem that you're solving for somebody. Okay. So all that being said, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. So you can read about the other 23 plant-based certification so you can understand nutrition science better. Right. I'm not like it's not a matter of us versus them. It's like, let's save them together. Right. And so, like I said, after Farm the Table, this is the last year I'm teaching Farm the Table. And after that, I'm, I'm working exclusively with healthcare providers, um, health coaches, um, medical professionals or any discipline that is interested in understanding nutrition better to understand how it impacts either the physical, mental or emotional health of the people they serve. That is what I help you master. OK. So LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash work with me. That how have I been on here 51 minutes unplanned? Lord, I don't even know if this was helpful. Y'all let me know later. Uh, <laughs> I just I just had time today. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? I looked at my watch. I got time today. That's all that happened. So thank y'all for sticking out with me randomly. Okay. I'm going to let y'all get back to the rest of y'all day. Click like, click share. Thank you for subscribing. Turn on some notifications because I most of the time when I hop on here, I got a point. So <laughs> turn on notifications. Um, if you want to come get this help on a regular basis, uh, T said always helpful. Thank you so much, T. <laughs> and um, I'll talk to y'all next time. Peace. I'm talking about one time. I'm talking about one time.